0: You're listening to The Corbett Report. Report CorbettReport.com
1: Music has charms to soothe the savage breast, doesn't it, ladies and gentlemen? Well, tonight we're going to be talking about music, and we're going to be talking about its effects, deleterious and otherwise. Also, its effect in helping to spread a truth message. And this will probably not be something that's totally unfamiliar to regular listeners of this broadcast, as we like to quite regularly uh, feature some of the truth music that is... Helping to spread the word about some of these issues that can be extremely difficult to spread the word on sometimes because it is not the type of information a lot of people want to hear, is it? Well, welcome to the program. This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com and I am coming to you as always from my palatial home recording studios here in Western Japan. And it is the Monday night edition of the broadcast, Tuesday morning for me. And we are going to start a new week of broadcasts here, and uh, we're going to kick it off tonight with a very special conversation with Joshua Owens. And for those of you who are paying attention, you might remember Joshua and his work that I premiered here a couple of weeks ago, Humanity is Rising. It was a song that I played here on the broadcast, uh, quite popular, and I'm glad to see a lot of people took it to heart and helped to spread that video So tonight we're going to be talking to the man behind the music, uh, Joshua Owens. Once again, his YouTube page is Jack Jeremiah Johnson. And of course, I'll link that up in the show notes for tonight's episode, which is, as always, and will be available at CorbettReport.com. And you can also go to his uh, Bandcamp uh, website where you can purchase his songs uh, and you can choose how much you want to pay for them. So that's, I think, the best way to do it. And uh, so, of course, the link to that will also be in the show notes for tonight's episode. We're going to be talking to Joshua tonight about his music and his influences, uh, what types of subjects he's interested in. And I know he's done some research on the Federal Reserve, so we'll be talking to him about that as well. So it should be an interesting conversation. We're also going to be opening up the phone line, so if there's anything you'd like to talk about, uh, either questions or comments or anything that's on your mind, either for myself or for tonight's guest, uh, guest Joshua Owens, you can reach us at 1-800-313-9443. But I just wanted to start tonight's uh, broadcast by letting people know about, uh, well, something that's pretty big for me anyway, that's coming up this month. I'm going to be not only attending a conference that's going to be taking place in Kuala Lumpur later this month in Malaysia, but I'm actually going to be one of the presenters at a conference that is going to be called uh, 9-11 Revisited, Seeking the Truth. And this is a conference that is going to be preliminary to a war crimes tribunal that's going to be taking place there in Malaysia and uh that's part of this uh the uh, Kuala Lumpur <laughs> uh war crimes tribunal uh that's that's happening that has been happening they they of course uh came to a conclusion about bush and Cheney back in the previous edition of this war crimes tribunal last year and they're going to be talking about palestine this year so i'm going to be in attendance at that conference and i'm going to be speaking on the preliminary conference which is about 9/11 truth in particular so I'm getting ready for that. That's a huge, uh, a huge thing for me personally. Uh, there's going to be other speakers there, including Richard Gage and Gray McQueen and Michelle Chasadovsky. So I'm uh, going to be preparing for that. That's actually going to be on uh, November 19th. And then the Palestine War Crimes Tribunal will be on the 20th to the 22nd. So I'm going to be gone for about a week uh, coming up later this month and in preparation for all of that of course I'm going to need some time to get my stuff together get my presentation ready and get all of that uh in, in good working order so for uh, for the rest of uh, of this month until that conference happens I'm going to be airing rebroadcasts on the Friday night editions of this broadcast so I will not be joining you live on Friday nights Also, for people who are tuning into the podcast each week, usually, of course, that's coming out on Monday nights. Well, again, until the conference is over and done with, I will uh, not be doing the the podcast. So I just released the latest podcast episode just a few hours ago, and you can download that right now from CorbettReport.com. But that'll be the last one until the conference is over, so until the end of the month. And I'll just be taking a break from that. But, of course, the rest of the radio shows and videos, etc., will be going up as normal. I just need a little bit of extra time to work on this conference presentation. Of course, I'll have the video of that and all of that when I get back from Kuala Lumpur. But on that note, we're going to take a short break. We're going to be back with Joshua Owens right after this.
2: Don't let them win
0: you over. That's what they're hoping for. They want to shutter your mind. And shackle it to the floor. It's not hard to figure out the lies you're being told. There is a playbook, an agenda, a blueprint, a goal. So open your eyes wide enough to see you're the target they're aiming for. You're the enemy. Now, in order to defeat them, to take back. What is yours you must expose What is evident, what is clearly coming forth There is a good, there is a bad There is a side you have to choose Don't underestimate what they are willing to do Don't underestimate what they are willing to do Truth is coming for. Fit to eat. There is a reason they don't give you time to think. There's a reason they don't give you time to think. It's a new world that's coming when the old world's dead. The empire is burning down. We're hanging by a thread. It's time to panic, to react, to stop this war. Humanity is rising and the truth is coming forth. Humanity is rising and the truth is coming forth whoa
1: Alright right, friends, welcome back. Of course, you are tuned into Corbett Report Radio for this Monday Night Edition, and I'm your host, James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. That, of course, is the excellent new song from Joshua Owens. It's called Humanity is Rising. Once again, you can find it on YouTube, youtube.com slash Jack Jeremiah Johnson. You can also find it at Joshua Owens Bandcamp website. Of course, the links to that will be in the show notes for tonight's episode, so you can go download that for yourself and help spread it around and uh, get other people tuned in and turned on by music music, because uh, everyone can relate to music. Everyone loves music. So, Joshua Owens, great to have you on the program. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Hey, James. Great to be here. Excellent. Well, let's let's talk about uh, Humanity is Rising. I know it's uh, getting a lot of uh, play online, and so far almost 20,000 views for the video. Awesome. Um, great to see that going to such a deserving song. Tell us a little bit about the song and how it came together.
2: Well... Um... I guess now it was about three weeks ago. I uh, I sat down and I, um, I I've played music for a long time, and um, I guess I've never uh, written songs having to do with uh, waking people up or these types of issues because I'm not really sure why. I just I just haven't. And uh, about a month or two ago, I sat down and I wrote "It's Good for You," and uh, I. I put that up, uh, Infowars actually posted it on their website, and um, I put that up, and then about three weeks later, I uh, had finished Humanity is Rising and threw that up. And I guess I was influenced more, uh, (laughs) not creatively so much as I felt like I needed to find an outlet to get my feelings about certain things out there. And sometimes music is just a lot more uh receptive to certain people. Some people don't want to hear about these certain types of issues when you're just having a conversation with them. And sometimes if you can put music to words that mean something, then more people uh will be receptive to it, I think.
1: Absolutely, and uh, and not just music, but uh, but visual art as well. The stuff that Mir 1 is doing with graffiti art, I'm just so excited by people taking this and just putting it in whatever uh, whatever artistic expression they can. And uh, I think it's so important to try to reach out to people on these issues uh, in all sorts of different ways, because of course this isn't just news that we read about in a newspaper or just sit there and watch a video online. This is something that affects our daily life, so it's going to affect everything and uh, and of course music is a good way to relate to people on an emotional level so so again my hats off to you for doing this and as i understand uh you did all the music for that all the all the instruments
2: uh yeah i did
1: excellent one man band uh and you did the animation as well yes josh is there anything you can't do <laughs> there's quite a lot <laughs> well we won 't get into that but but let's uh, let 's talk uh, of course, everyone always wants to hear about the, the the waking up story or how did you start to come into this information and what what kinds of uh, things got you interested in this in the first place?
2: Well, it was about two thousand and seven, uh, and I had some friends over uh, some some friends from out of town over. And they sort of started talking about water fluoridation and uh, 9-11 and uh, Alex Jones. And uh, so I went to his website, watched a few of his movies, and that just sort of piqued my interest. I started listening to his radio show. I found you through you being on his show. Um, I listened to Gerald Salente, Max Kaiser, uh, a lot of people that are influential to me. And um, from there, I guess it's history.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, that that's pretty much the way it goes. It it doesn't take uh, a lot once the penny drops. I think it uh, it tends to drop all the way. But uh, free vaccination, water fluoridation, those are some of the key issues.
2: Oh yeah, big time. Well, when it comes to our health, that's of course a physical thing that we're being affected by. So of course that's important. But also think other things. Uh, well, I mean, there's so many things. I, I that's. I guess why they call it going down the rabbit hole because it's almost unending. When you when you find one thing, it connects to another thing, and then that connects to another thing, and before you know it, you've been sitting online for a month straight and reading books and trying to find all this information out, and uh, it can be uh, it can be hard to take in at the beginning, at least because there's so much.
1: Well that's that's exactly right. It can be so overwhelming that that's I think one of the reasons why some of the people like to stay in the matrix because it's just so much easier. Um how about your own experience in in trying to talk to other people about this type of work? I mean obviously if you're if you're doing music then uh, as one form of expression it probably has a much much different effect than if you're just talking to people about it in a conversation.
2: Yeah, drastically. Uh when when I first started becoming awake, or which is, is a process that I'm still going through, uh, it, you try and talk to people and they sort of shut down because there are these preconceived notions that if you believe this, then you are categorized as this. So once you say one thing, for instance, if you are pro-gun rights, then all of a sudden you are a conservative Republican and you were put into this box. And you're put into these boxes so people sort of shut down or they just assume that they know what you're going to say next, and that's really not what it's about. But uh, people, it's really 50-50. Some people are really interested in it, and some people don't want to talk about it. They get offended. They get angry because they don't want their reality shattered by this information. But what I've come to find out by posting these um, two music videos is that a lot of people... I've gotten a lot of positive response from it and from a lot of people that I probably wouldn't have gotten a response from if I was just sitting down talking to them about it.
1: That's exactly right. Again, I think it's kind of slips past the defenses and, uh, and I think th- there, there, as you say, some people can be just uh, totally not interested in talking about it, and I think it's probably best not to not to pester people about this because, again, we don't want to turn them off of information that they might one day find interesting just because uh, we were you know, bugging them about it. But, again, it's just how you slip it into conversations, etc. But, obviously, uh, before you were interested in this, I assume you've uh, been interested in music for, for a long time. How long have you been writing songs?
2: Uh, I've been writing songs, I guess, since I was... 13 maybe Uh, i've been in uh, actually recording music on my own is uh sort of a new thing for me because i've been in a band ever since i was probably 15 and uh all through high school right after high school i was in a touring band and we toured all along the east coast and that's what my life consisted of was recording records and playing shows and uh, I just decided that's not what I wanted to do anymore, and um, I started uh, writing music on my own. And I've been doing that now for a little while, but not really putting much of it out until I found an outlet to actually put it out and like I'm doing something uh,
1: positive or something of worth exactly right i mean that makes all the difference uh, for me personally i know that uh, that i couldn't have imagined that i would have found something like this that i i cared so deeply and passionately about and now i'm actually blessed enough to be able to do this for a living so i do not take that for granted and uh, i i hope that other people can be energized by the passion that they feel for the issues that affect them whether it's vaccination or whatever it may be but on that note let's take a, a short break we're coming up against our, our, our break here so we'll we'll take a short breather once again we'll be back talking to to Joshua Owens. And once again, you can find his YouTube website and his uh, Bandcamp, so you can go and support the work and uh, help to make it possible. And that will be in the show notes for tonight's episode, corporatereport.com. So stay tuned right there. We'll be right back.
0: All
1: right, friends, welcome back to the broadcast. Nothing like a little Mozart to get us on our way here for our conversation talking about music and the way that it can be used. Hopefully to help spread truth and enlightenment in one form or another. But uh, if nothing so grandiose, at the very least, we can have a good time while we're talking about things that actually matter. Once again, you're tuned into Corbett Report Radio, and we're talking to Joshua Owens, who is the uh, the songwriter behind some great new songs, including "Humanity Is Rising" and songs like "It's Good for You," which we'll be listening to a little later in the broadcast. But first, uh, let's talk, uh, Josh, a little bit about musical influence. Um, I wouldn't venture to say from the few songs that i've heard what your influences might be but but uh, generally speaking who are some of the musicians out there that have uh, helped you to find your voice i guess one of my biggest influences
2: when it comes to political music actually no just just in general music would be uh, woody guthrie bob dylan 60s music, John Baez, uh, Peter Paul and Mary. I love that music so much, and obviously, I didn't listen to that music when I was younger. And when I played in bands, that's not the kind of music I played. But that music resonated with me more than more than anything because I guess I just love the sound of just broken down, nothing but acoustic. Which I, I know that's not how my music is, but uh, the the message behind them just sort of people taking their outlet, which is music, and then using it for something beneficial, like uh, Woody Guthrie um, talking about his machine kills fascists. And he, he had a purpose for... Um, I mean, I, I, he had a cause, something that was affecting his life. So he went out and he traveled and he turned it into something positive. And he reached a lot of people through that. And just like Bob Dylan in his earlier years with the times they are changing and all these great songs and great records that he put out that I think influenced a lot of people in a positive way. So that's just something that I, I got from that. And also more modern music, uh, well, more in the 90s, like Raging Against the Machine. I, I love them. And well, that's... It's just good to go somewhere, like like turn a radio on, look up a music video, find something, and then see a message in it that is more than just a catchy tune or more than just what is trending whenever it's
1: about exactly right well I didn't want to be presumptuous but I can definitely hear the the influence and see how it you've transmuted it in something like humanity is rising so I think you did an excellent job with that because I think the spirit and the power and the message of that you know 60s folk music for example comes through in a song like that which is uh, genuinely catchy but genuinely has an excellent message that's uh, very clear and clearly delivered so again there's it's extremely difficult to do something like that and I I don't write songs myself but I can appreciate what goes into writing a good song, so I do appreciate it's a talent, and I'm glad that you're using it for that um so what what kind of music were you playing in your bands w- when you were touring uh it was more
2: uh rock rock music we um the last band I was in we i think we toured for uh, about a year off and on and um yeah it was it was nothing focused on anything
1: productive or putting out anything, you know, it's, it was just fun. Right. And, and, you know, sometimes that's what music is as well. So <laughs> I don't want to make it too, too much of a grandiose endeavor. I mean, sometimes it is just fun, but, but uh, honestly, I think uh, you definitely have a talent for it. Well, uh, you, as I understand, are right there in, uh, in Georgia, right next to the, the birthplace of the beast, as it were, the federal reserve. And I understand you were uh, hanging out at Jekyll Island uh, not too long ago for a video report. Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah. Well, The reason I did that was there was an InfoWars reporter contest that I saw, and I figured why not enter it and go talk to some people, because I had been to the um, Jekyll Island Club Hotel a couple months before that, and I saw the room where the uh, Aldrich Plan, which became the Federal Reserve Act, was written, and then went into the houses that the morgans owned and the rockefellers owned down there so i thought it was close so why not go down there people were out vacationing there Uh, i thought i would talk to some people there see what their opinion was on it if they had an opinion which i found a lot of people didn't didn't know a lot about it so uh, it, it was a really good experience
1: well it is great to to do that and I would love to be able to have the opportunity to do something like that because it is interesting in these places of such historical importance and uh and and most of the people have absolutely no idea about something like how important that place really is and what really happened there so I can only imagine the uh the dark energy radiating from the uh the room where the actual plans were hatched but uh better you than me I guess I, I don't know if I'd be able to <laughs> stomach it
2: it's funny that you say that because there really was uh, – it was just such an eerie place. You walk in, it's so dark. It's so – I mean it's an old building, and I live in Savannah, so I'm surrounded by old buildings, historical buildings. And, and it, it was beautiful, but it was also – You walk in and you see a gold-plated door that says the Federal Reserve, and then you see a gold-plated door that says Aldrichs and Rockefellers, and you just get a feeling. I don't know if it was because I already knew what it was or because that was just the energy resonating from that building, but it was definitely a, uh, a creepy vibe I got from being there.
1: I can only imagine, but I I certainly can imagine what it must be like. And certainly knowing the history has got to add to that vibe, I would imagine. And unlike a lot of the people who live in places like that who have no idea what's going on. All right. Well, again, we're coming up against a break. Let's take another short breather. And once again, we'll be back with uh, Joshua Owens and some more of his uh, great music. So stay tuned right there. We'll be back right after these
0: messages. If you're looking for a change, you might try another place Cause the candidates you're looking at are basically the same There's one on the left and one on the right Only difference the direction they are facing when they lie It's a great big game and you are the pawn Willing contender when you choose to play along Well, don't be fooled, don't be forced to choose between Two men that are controlled by the same machine. It's the same old story, truly it is. Another cast of characters pretend to give a shit about you and me. A ever votes there in game is obviously not what we were told. They won't war and destruction, past death and more. They'll call the population, taken. So choose to decline, to pick a lesser evil, to choose from what you've got. With both sides the same, there's no side to get behind. So just stand together, don't take this anymore. Just keep on fighting in this information war. You aren't the only one you have to answer for. So just keep on fighting in this information war. Keep on fighting in this this information war
1: All right, friends, welcome back. Welcome back to Corporate Report Radio. Tonight, we are talking to Joshua Owens, and you've just been listening to It's Good For You, one of the latest tracks from Joshua Owens. Once again, that is available at joshuaowens.bandcamp.com. It's also up there on YouTube. So uh, once again, the links will be there in the show notes as uh, uh, we have to, I think, help spread this information and spread the word. And again, I think that uh, spreading the word through music that uh, that people find catchy is a good way of doing it. So Josh, tell us a little bit about that song?
2: That song uh, obviously comes from the joke that is the election that's coming up in uh, about a week. And you turn the TV on and you see the mainstream media talking about the exact same thing every channel you turn it on to. And it's nothing important, it's all about whether they looked a certain way or how they talk or, you know, and it's not about, I mean, the the fact that, I don't know if it's true or not, but the fact that people still say that they're undecided voters really says a lot because this has been going on for quite a while. And if you don't know who you're voting for yet, if you're voting, then you haven't been paying attention and it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just, it's a huge thing that we listen to these people talk. I mean, it's, it's all rhetoric. It, it just, uh, it makes me, it makes me angry, which I think it makes a lot of people angry and it should make a lot of people angry. And so, yeah, that, that's what the song is about. Well,
1: it, it, I can relate to the frustration. In fact, the only thing that I find more baffling than the people who have decided to throw their lot in with one side or the other of this fake paradigm are the people who are reserving their judgment about which one they're going to vote for, which puppet master they want to bring in. It's just uh, – it's kind of sad, actually.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with you. I just – I don't – I don't understand one, – one thing, when you listen to debates – you hear one person say one thing and another person say another thing. And the, one is not true. Actually, most of the time, both of them is not true. Both of the things that these two people are saying are not true. But the simple fact is, is that they can say it on TV because all people are doing is tuning into the television. They're not going to go look it up. A lot of times, even if people hear on the news later that it was a lie, it's almost like it registers to them like, well, that's what they said, and that's what they remember when they go and they vote or they talk to they talk to their friends and they give their opinions about you know whether this whether the Republican is good or whether the Democrat is bad, and it's just frustrating. I I don't know any, any any other way to put it. It's frustrating and it's dangerous.
1: I I agree. I agree completely. There's a lot of, uh, unfortunately, um, zombified people. And I think it's important to also stress that these aren't just zombies by by nature. I think that they have been engineered to be zombified. And uh, unfortunately, that's actually increasing as we go into the future. So we have to combat that any way we can. And when I look at a song like Humanity is Rising, it's such a It is a song of warning, of course, but it's also such a hopeful song. So it seems to suggest to me that there is some sort of something positive coming out of all of this uh, for you, and something that we, uh, some hope that we can strive towards, some real meaningful hope, not the uh, the hope and change that they sold us in the 2008 election. But uh, but if it's not to be found in the left right phony political paradigm, where is that hope to be found? What kind of political solutions do you think we should be seeking for?
2: To put it simply, I think the hope is to be found in ourselves and us paying attention to things and us listening to what people have to say. That's fine. But then go and check what they have to say. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if it's you or if it's me or anybody. Don't just listen to something and believe it. Listen to something and then go look it up for yourself. Go look it up a couple of different places for yourself. And I, I think that it's important that people educate themselves on things, but I also think it is extremely important that people are non-compliant. Non-violent non-compliance, I would say. I think that that's extremely important. Like when, when you see someone, uh, especially when you see a candidate on television telling you that, oh, it's, it's your civic right to go vote, you have to go vote. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but sometimes it's not, really a choice especially especially in presidential elections because there are two people that are bought and paid for by the same corporations on television that's bought and paid for by those same corporations telling you things that you want to hear so you'll go and vote for them so that when they get in office they can do everything that i mean they can
1: do nothing that they said they were going to do unfortunately, that's generally the way it works. And uh, apparently people can go through that process time and time again for their entire lives and still be none the wiser because, of course, they throw out the uh, the political football issues and, oh, if you're on this side, then you'll vote for this guy because of this policy or that guy for that policy. Meanwhile, both of them, of course, are in complete accord and the vast majority of policies that are killing and uh, injuring and maiming and uh, economically raping people around the world. But uh, let's not talk about those issues. Let's just talk about the political footballs so, to my mind, I mean, I, I must admit I've really fallen out of the statist paradigm over the course of the last year especially, but I think I've been leading up to it for a while, but uh, I just do not see the salvation coming from... Political action in the sense of uh, voting for people every four years or something along those lines, so I'm much more in tune with that message of people being responsible for themselves. Uh, where do you fall in that are you are you uh, advocating third party politics are you ad- advocating for people to take it matters more into their own hands in terms of their own survival or what what where do you fall in that paradigm
2: I think that third parties are a good thing. I think it's good to have more than two people. I don't know if I believe that, for instance, Gary Johnson, I don't think he's going to get elected because he's not on He's not on TV. He's not on the majority of people around where I live. He's not on their front yards. He's not on their front lawns and on signs. And I just, I don't think that, I think that It is a an illusion that people believe that they can go and vote, and that is their contribution. And I think a lot of people just sort of stop after that. And I think that's where the problem lies, is people go and they vote, and then they feel like they've done something. And then even if the person that they voted for doesn't win, a lot of the times they just get behind whoever's in there, and then they'll complain about it to their friends. But a lot of times that's the extent of it, and I think that's a huge problem.
1: I agree. My take on it is that when we vote, it is meaningful in the sense that every time someone votes, it helps to legitimize the system overall. It's kind of like a vote for the system. It's it's a good system. It's just the wrong people are in charge of it. If we could just get our guy in charge of the system, it would all be better. I think that's fantasy land. But, uh, but I'm, I'm not arguing against people if they want to advocate for third parties and, and go for political action in that realm. I'm not here to stop them. I just think that we should also be thinking about things that we can actually do. Uh, on our own level in, in with our, in our own communities even um, and talking to people and trying to get them aware of some of these issues that, uh, that unfortunately are, are proceeding apace anyway. So uh, regardless of who gets into power, um, what's it like talking to some of the people there in Georgia about the, the election, talking to your friends about this. I know that can be especially difficult to raise any sort of questions about because so many people are so invested in their political party.
2: Yeah. I, I find it surprisingly, actually a lot of people are aware that the two party system is a joke. Yet they still they still play the game because they buy into the fact that it's you know their voice. And if if they don't vote, then they can't complain. And I, I just I don't I don't buy into that. I don't agree with that. I mean, I'm an American citizen, and if I don't like what's going on, then I'm going to do something about it. I mean, I think that's the problem. That. People choose to do nothing or they choose to just complain. and and But the positive thing is is that a lot more people realize what's going on. And I, I think that for me, I, I was a Ron Paul supporter, and I, um, I have different opinions about that now, different things. You know, I'm not going to get into that, but um, people were actually receptive to the information that you give them, and they see someone – with integrity, and it attracts them to that, and I, I think that's a good thing, at least for human nature, that people are still attracted to the truth. I think that's that's definitely a positive to take out of all of this
1: surrounding negativity. That's true. And uh, I think we have to take those positives when we can. And it's certainly true. I mean, things like the Ron Paul revolution for whatever it accomplished politically in terms of what it accomplished in educating people about the existence of the Federal Reserve even is, uh, is something of a miracle. I mean, could you imagine five years ago having a conversation with people about the Federal Reserve and actually having a lot of them know what you're talking about that that would have been pretty unthinkable even five years ago. So there has been some definite accomplishments and we are moving forward. And as you say, so many more people are waking up all the time that it's of course it's the race to the finish line and who gets there first but uh but i'm ultimately i'm optimistic if i wasn't optimistic i wouldn't be here doing this so uh that's why i'm here doing this but but how about yourself optimistic pessimistic neutral
2: uh I'm definitely optimistic and I, I agree with what you just said. I, I don't think I'd be putting out videos. I don't think I'd be working so hard on putting these things together and spending my time on them if I didn't think that there was something to be done and that there were people out there who were open to those ideas and people who were, have been awake a lot longer than me or aware of a lot more things than I am um, who can – I guess a way for people to come together and I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, def, I'm definitely optimistic. I don't know – Sometimes, sometimes I see myself leaning more of the pessimistic, and I don't know if it's pessimism pessimism or negativity or just seeing what's really going on. And it really just depends for me who I'm around because you you can be around people. Like when I went to um, the Jekyll Island Club and spoke to people about the Federal Reserve, a lot of people didn't want to talk. Um, which is another problem. I guess, you know, people are so disconnected, but that's another issue. Uh, a lot of people didn't want to talk about it. Uh, a lot of people who did want to talk about it, they were completely misinformed. Um, and I, it could have gone worse, but I, you know, it, it was just sort of discouraging to be around so many people that you're at the location where this happened. And a lot of them didn't even know that it was written there, that the original plan was, was written there. And, uh, I don't
1: know. Yes, I I understand what you're saying, because it is such a a delicate line that we're walking here as we start to forge this new online, you know, common space. We used to have uh, common spaces in in the town where people would go and share ideas, but now it's more like online. So unfortunately, the way it's all divided up, we can get caught in that echo chamber and we can start to only hear those viewpoints that that we already know and agree with, and, uh, and everything gets filtered through there. And sometimes it can be a jarring reality to go, around asking people about things and finding out, oh, no one actually knows about this subject. It's just the people I'm interacting with. And it does create the question of how do we start that greater societal conversation? And I think part of the answer has to be taking it offline. If if we're just getting caught up in our virtual communities, I think we probably are just preaching to the choir a lot of the time.
2: Yeah, I completely agree with you on that.
1: Yeah, well, again, that's I, that's why I think music is such an important a bridge builder between communities, because, again, it's something that's innocuous and it doesn't strike people over the head uh, like a, a sledgehammer, like some of this information can. It's just a nice way of getting uh, getting past people's defenses. So, again, my hat's off to you for doing that. And, uh, well, I understand that you have a, a, a new video project coming up in the near future. You want to tell us about that?
2: Uh, yeah, it's, it should be coming out soon, hopefully, fingers crossed, if I can get it finished. Um, it's funny, a- earlier you mentioned zombies, and uh, that's exactly what the video is about. And it's more or less how zombies are created, not literal zombies on TV, but people who walk around and just don't seem to care about anything. They're not interested in things that are important. They watch TV constantly. They are medicated to the point where some of them actually are literally zombies. So, no, I take that back. And I like to read a quote. This is actually what made me want to do the video because I thought it was a a good uh, – well, not a leap at all. But uh, to go from the uh, Rise of the Robots video to zombies, it's almost – it, it almost connects, but in, in this in this video, I'm focusing on uh, a little bit different of a topic. But the quote is, um, There will be in the next generation or so a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing a dictatorship without tears, so to speak. "...producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies, so that people will in fact have their liberties taken away from them, but will rather enjoy it, because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing, or brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods, and this seems to be the final revolution." And that was
1: Aldous Huxley. Aldous Huxley. Aldous Huxley, The Final Revolution, Berkeley 1962. I could quote it like it's uh, on the back of my hand, but we're coming up against a break. Hold that thought right there. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: The Corbett Report is brought to you by The Corbett Report subscriber. A weekly newsletter featuring James Corbett's international forecaster editorial, recommended reading and viewing, discounts on Corbett Report DVDs and, once a month, a subscriber-only video. Sign up today to start receiving your copy at corbettreport.com support.
1: All right, friends, welcome back. This is Corbett Report Radio. Here we are in the final few minutes of tonight's Monday Night Edition. We're talking to Joshua Owens, the songwriter and uh, video producer behind such songs as It's Good For You and Humanity Is Rising. Once again, uh, lots of great I- I- information and uh, entertainment and, uh, and truth music and all sorts of stuff coming out from Joshua Owens these days. So uh, just before the break, you're telling us a little bit about the zombie video that you're working on. Will this have a musical component or just be a straightforward report or something of a mixture? Yeah, it, it'll be a song and uh, an anim- animation Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to it. As soon as it's up, please let me know, and I'll let the audience out there know about it. Um, uh, uh, I forget what I was just going to ask you. <laughs> it actually just slipped out of my mind. Well, let's let's direct people to the websites again and tell them how they can access your work.
2: Uh, yeah, you can go to uh, youtube.com slash Jack Jeremiah Johnson and uh, i just started a twitter because apparently that's popular <laughs> <laughs> yes uh, it's a twitter uh it's at uh joshua h owens and uh you can go to my bandcamp you said it i think it's bandcamp bandcamp dot com slash joshua
1: h owens it that might be i'm at joshua h owens dot bandcamp dot com but yeah 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 okay uh, the the right link will be in the show notes ladies and gentlemen so if you have any questions corbettreport.com and I'll direct you there uh so you can go and get that and and from what I understand you can name your price uh tell us about that
2: yeah well I didn't uh I I wanted people cuz so many people had written me on YouTube and asked if they could donate money and which is amazing and I, you know I really appreciate everyone who's done that but I didn't want to actually charge people to have the song because what's more important to me is getting the music out right now and getting as many people to hear the song which in return will get more people interested in the topics I'm discussing and then maybe wake a few people up so um I, I just I didn't want to put a price on the song and I wanted people to buy it whether they had you know whether they even if they didn't want to pay for it I wanted people to still have the song so that's that's really my reason for doing it.
1: Well, I appreciate that system. I think it's a great way to do it. I'm glad there are resources and tools and online things like Bandcamp.com that will allow people to do things like this. We really are in a, blessed to be in such a, an incredible age. So uh, Joshua H. Owens, all right, I'm going to follow you on Twitter and uh, keep, we'll keep in touch. Oh, yes, I did remember exactly what I was going to ask you. I suppose I have to ask this now. Uh, so would it be okay to use your songs as for bumper music for the radio show? Absolutely, please. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll definitely do that. We'll add some Joshua H. Owens to the mix. All right, Josh, anything else that you'd like to say or any final words you have for the audience tonight?
2: Uh, for the audience, I would just like to thank everyone who goes and watches my videos and shares them because I know that's how it's getting around As a lot of people are sharing them and, and that's... That's how it works. That's how people hear these things, and that's how information is spread. So I want to thank uh, everyone who's done that and everyone who's donated. And uh, I want to thank you for letting me come on the show. Uh, it's, it's an honor for me to be on the show. I'm a listener. I, I, I'm informed by you daily, and I'm sure that's what influenced a lot of the things that are in the videos also. So I think it's sort of just a cycle that you know we all influence each other, and it's not a competitive thing. It's just get out there. I'd like to encourage people to take whatever talent you have, even if it's not a talent. Write, you know, start writing things down. Share things with your family. If you keep this stuff to yourself, I mean, it it really can be a positive influence on you when you get out and you start talking to people. And some people aren't going to want to hear it, but some people are. And when you see that reaction take place, and then you see so many people that are affected and that are informed by the stuff that you put out there. It's just massive, and yes, we are blessed to be living in this time where all I have to do is make a video on my computer, post it online, and then tens of thousands of people can see it.
1: Absolutely. uh, Well, we're all learning and growing together, but we're going to have to leave it right there because we're fresh out of time. So Joshua H. Owens, thank you so much for bringing on the program tonight. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And thank you to all, t- to all of you out there for listening. Tomorrow night I will be back with the promised conversation with Sibel Edmonds of BoilingFrogsPost.com. So until then, thank you for listening and take care.